topic in which he outlines some of the critical areas that he believes President Ramaphosa should focus on now that he is at the helm for the next five years. Uh, Mr. Duvenacher says the president has quite a daunting to-do list on his hands, starting with taking concrete steps to revive the ailing economy, clamp down on corruption, big fish in both the public and private sectors, streamlining uh, the government and improving governance and boosting small business and ensuring meaningful transformation. Well, Mr. Duvenacher now joins me on the line. Uh, good evening, sir. Thank you so much for joining us on the Karima Brown Show. Nice to be with you, Karima. Now, if you're talking about the fact that the president has to, of course, start um, creating um, steps that South Africa becomes an investable place. People want to be here. They believe their money is safe here and uh, that uh, we can then use that to create jobs. What is the first thing that needs to happen to create um, a sense that South Africa is a favorite destination place? Um, I mean, people have mentioned things like red tape, bureaucracy, uh, corruption, and a whole range of other things as deterrents. What should President Ramaphosa put on his to-do list to make South Africa investable so that we can create an enabling climate for job creation? Well, Karima, I think the first thing is now that the politics is out the way and there was some ambiguity around uh, um, tenure of land and land security, investment is around uh, making sure that if I invest in property development and uh, uh, and, and, and land in itself, that that, that will be safe. And mm-hmm. I think we need to address the land issue with clarity. Yeah. Uh, we have to deal with, with, with landlessness, with uh, redistribution of land, uh, and there's so much uh, lacking in that space, although yes. we know where we have to go. But if he, if he provides the clarity that doesn't uh, threaten investments, then I think that's going to open one door. But it's a combination of, mm. of a number of things. As you said, um, when it comes down to making it easy to do business, and this is, this is where I say we need a lot of work done in the area of stimulating small business, stimulating mm. entrepreneurship, because that is where the growth is going to come in the job creation and, and the flow mm. of funds and more taxes being paid. And then the big one, which everybody is waiting for, uh, local and international, is accountability. Yes. If people are going to be uh, um, complicit in, in, in fraud and corruption and not be held accountable, well, mm. then people really worry about investing in societies and environments where, where that happens. We know we've got a history um, of the investment uh, processes being hindered and, 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 and tampered with. And uh, if that is ironed out and people do face the, the rule of law meaningfully, uh, that makes that all good well for, for, for investment because we want to operate and invest in, in countries where, where the rule of law applies. Absolutely. Now, Mr. Duvenacher, there's often this um, fake straw argument that, um, you know, people are interested in, uh, like you say, um, uh, land questions, they're interested in job creation, they're interested in dealing with the inequality, um, they're not so much interested in the corruption. We, of course, know that we can chew gum and walk at the same time and that the things actually yeah. go hand in hand. Uh, if uh, President Ramaphosa is to 
begin a process where he unlocks the economy so that the majority of people can actually participate and we deal mm. with our um, toxic jobless levels uh, mm. and, and, and rates, how does he do so in a way that doesn't feed on corruption? I saw a program on uh, SABC special assignment last night that just looked at uh, particular farms that had been taken over. And the consistent mm. problem that ran through the, the program was the fact that the officials in government was actually responsible for the mismanagement of the farm. Uh, they were yeah. um, corrupt from the beginning. They didn't enable the farmers. They didn't give them what they required. And the farm is literally run down. And this is, of course, repeated by uh, former President Khalima Mutlante in his high panel. So um, mm. we can amend the constitution all you want, but if you don't yeah. have honest men and women, that's actually going to make sure that those who must get the land get it and not their friends uh, or people politically connected, then even that law alone is not going to help you. How do you deal with capacity building with the type of civil servant that is going to take his or her job seriously and, and the issue of bringing people into the economy? Because it's that dynamic that needs to be gotten right, isn't it? Yes, no, absolutely. And look, this is not a, the flick of a switch. It's not going to happen overnight. But I think this is where Ramaphosa's biggest challenge is. Mm. That is to drive and stimulate a culture of zero tolerance towards this kind of behavior. Yeah. It's going to have to start at the top. So we're going to be watching with interest how he selects his cabinet. Mm. Uh, as, he has said, as he has said uh, on a number of occasions, he wants to... Uh, bring into 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 leadership a cabinet that is not compromised, that is not tainted, and it's mm. going to be very difficult. We know he has his hands tied behind his back, and he's got a, a faction which is uh, you know not not always going to support him. But mm. I think he's a lot stronger. And if he if he starts to drive this narrative that we are now going to build a country where corruption and and gross maladministration is not going to be tolerated. Then to do that doesn't mean lip service. What he mm. needs to start putting in place the building blocks to fight corruption properly. And here we're talking about laws that introduce uh, corruption courts, possibly, mm. where we put more focus and emphasis on dealing with corruption at all levels of government, not just at national, national yes. right down into local government and provincial, uh, where we put in good good uh, whistleblowing processes that enables whistleblowers to bring the information forward and then be protected, put in place the uh, forensic auditors and investigators yeah. that need to look into these cases. Now, when you add all of that, there's a lot of work, there's a lot of funds need to be put into that, but it would be a great investment if that effort, uh, working with civil society, working with people, bringing people out of retirement to do yeah. this work, if we can get that right, then I believe we start this wave and we build this momentum because everything is about momentum that, that brings about this taboo uh, attitude towards corruption and, and, and gross mismanagement and wasteful expenditure. When you start getting that right over months and years, and it does take some time, so you start to build a culture of accountability and holding those people to account with no fear, no favor. It's off to court, and if you're guilty, it's off to jail. And he's now got to send that signal by starting with the big fish that have already been uh, implicated, seriously implicated, not just uh, you know partially, yeah. in corruption. And if he starts there, and I say not he really, because he's not allowed to, 
charge people, but what he has done well is put in place the building blocks, uh, SARS, uh, NPA, Shamila Batoy, uh, the uh, recent appointment of Willy Hoffmeyer. You add all of those foundations up, and I think we're a long way down the road for allowing the rule of law to flow. And that's why I say in that piece, we are poised for the biggest, uh, since our new democracy, uh, the biggest injection of, 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 of a new prosperity, a new wave that should be able to uh, be ignited uh, and, and energized into Absolutely. Mr. Duvenacher, we've unfortunately run out of time, but thank you so very much for that incisive article. No it's, of course, on uh, the Daily Maverick. That's Wayne Duvenacher, the chief executive at the uh, organization Undoing Tax Abuse.